0: Welcome to Week All of Soccer, a podcast by
1: two United fans. I'm Notch. I'm Caleb. And I'm Colin. This week, we bring you Liverpool fans seeing red, Chelsea fans feeling blue, and Arsenal enjoying their injection of yellow by emitting clear fluids.
0: Last week, we got news that a youth team in Idaho called Idaho Juniors FC had received a very racist letter, or at least the director did, Uh, using racial epithets to refer to his players who are uh, players people of color. And um, it was very, very gross. I had the same reaction I feel like I've had so many times when we read a story about racism. There's going to be one later in this podcast. That, you know, I I sent out some outrage tweets about it. I was mad. But I think it, it morphed into something a little bit different this time, which was... A desire to do something. As you guys know, I've talked about racism on this podcast. We've talked about racism on this podcast a whole bunch. And I felt like this time I had to do something about this. Because these are kids, like 16 kids, getting a note calling them names and putting them down. I felt like we, we had to do something to build these kids up, to show them that the world is not such a terrible place. Because I think that's where my mind goes every time I, I hear a racist incident. It just, like, reduces my faith in humanity just a little bit for a second until something good happens. And I thought, we need to do something good for these kids to, to build them up, to feel like this guy who sent them this nasty note doesn't speak for the majority. Because I firmly believe, I don't know about you guys, I firmly believe that the vast amount of people in this world are good-hearted, that racism finds itself at its most prominent in the dark corners of this world and it's not a, it's not something that represents all of us. So I wanted to show these kids that. And so what I've done is I'm, I'm trying to organize a fundraiser to bring them to the Schwann's USA Cup this summer. I thought it would be really cool. This is actually a suggestion from the Mankator Dark Cloud. I was like, I want to find some way to help these kids to, to, to do something for them. And Mankator Dark Cloud said, hey, bring him to this huge soccer tournament from people with people from all over the world. We crash the numbers. I have this person named Bridget McDowell helping me out on, uh, on this fundraiser. And it's come to about $24,000 to get this team to Minnesota for, for a week so they can play in this tournament, attend the Minnesota United game, and generally just enjoy being around other youth soccer teams. And I'm, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to launch this probably the next day or two. And if you're listening, I would really, really like you to contribute something to this for, and spread the word as well to other people who you think might be willing to to pitch in. Any funds that we get that are above the $24,000 or anything that's unused, we're going to give that to charity. Um, a charity specifically that will be picked by Jeremy Torkin, the uh, director of... Of Idaho juniors we're going to talk about who will be benefited if we raise anything above a certain amount and if we can't hit our goal we'll use the funds to send Idaho juniors FC to a more regional tournament a little bit closer to them but I'm you know just having spoken to some soccer stakeholders I am very confident that we can actually hit $24,000 really easily there's a lot of us in the soccer community a lot of people that are inspired by the story to make a change uh, to demonstrate to these kids that the world is a good place to send a strong message against racism. And so I hope you will, listening in, join me with this. So just keep an eye out. Uh, if, you, if you're subscribed to the, at TW United Fans feed, you'll see me tweet about it. You'll see me post about it on Facebook. You'll also see me um, talking about it on next week's pod. Well, actually, we're probably not going to have an episode next week. Uh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get the word to you somehow, basically. So please, please just say, keep your eyes peeled for this and, and contribute when the time comes and, and share news with your friends.
1: That's a lot better of an intro than I had planned. Yeah, let's not, let's not mention what you told us before the podcast. Just. Oh, that.
2: Yeah, no. People may be eating while listening to this. So let's just move on.
0: To- Colin sometimes says things uh, like he describes <laughs> episodes of Hoarders, for example, that then make us feel like we don't want to record this podcast for a few minutes <laughs> and then we have to come back. A little to rumbly in my tumbly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, let's move swiftly on to our first segment of the show that we call. Loon monitoring. In the loon monitoring segment, we talk about Minnesota United FC, our loons. And hey, guess what, guys? We had a kit leak. Every single year, all the Adidas kits, like clockwork, leak about a week before they're officially unveiled by the teams. I don't know how this happens, like what agreement some Adidas PR guy has with some randos, but this always happens. Footy Headlines is one side. another one is sports logos. Um, there's some other Twitter accounts that always seem to be the ones that get these leaks and so I was, I was fully expecting our kit to leak exactly a week before It was. It, it turns out it came a couple of days after that. But still, here it is. What do you think? It's fine.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Okay.
2: Well, it, I, I don't have fun. any strong feelings
0: about it. I have no strong feelings about this one way or the other. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. You're a neutral planet in Futurama. Yep. Okay. I'm the Switzerland
1: of the future. Okay. I think the blue piping on the sides is kind of dumb. Really? Yeah.
0: That's Adidas, though. Yeah, it, it's that.
1: Adidas. I knew that it was going to be on there. I actually like that contrast between the blue and the gray. I think there would have been better ways to do that contrast. Okay. I, I do like the
0: red button a lot. Um, my question for this kid is, so first of all, I, I actually I think it looks pretty cool. I think it's going to look even better on the players when they wear it. Um, But my question about this kit is the same question I have about most MLS kits, which is how is this playing into our team's distinctive kit image? Because when you think about like Spurs, when you think about Bayern, when you think about uh, Napoli, when you think about Fiorentina, you can picture a kit in your head, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So so my question is how does this play into creating our kit brand image? Because this is, I mean, last year we had the Sash. This year we've got Stripes what's our the piping perhaps is one distinctive feature but he does even mixes that up a whole bunch um is it going to be the red button which is not on the replica kits actually which is one thing we should mention is that the, the the crest and the red button seems to be very different between the replica and the authentic kits
1: yeah yeah at the very least it's the crest is um i think there's more texture on the authentic kit if the red button is going to be the thing, then that's cool. It's it, fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, I mean, again, like...
2: MLS is a league where not a lot of teams have that kit identity.
0: Really. Yeah. It's, and and I, I want to be clear. This is not something about our <clears throat> kit alone. No, I'm, I'm saying this, like, throughout. Maybe...
2: Probably LA Galaxy has the most... True. iconic kit in MLS. You, when you think of it like Dats, you think of that the white with the navy and gold stripe across. The sash. The sash, yeah. yeah. And maybe Seattle's rave green. Yeah. Really, every other has changed. Some are, are finding them. I think FC Dallas is going to towards more towards the hoops for their mm-hmm. home kit. But, I mean, even Houston is changing their home kit up when they were just kind of a clear orange for so long. Yeah. There's no real... Outside of the Rave Greens and the L.A. Daltsy home tit, there's really no, this isn't going to be our home tit, we're going to make tweets, but it's going to be the same thing here on out.
0: Yeah, I think I think, and some of this is kind of je ne sais quoi, I don't think it's something that you can kind of put your um, finger on necessarily, but I think we had that finger on the pulse with our... The Loonwing in NASL, and I'm curious to see how they get that finger on the pulse with MLS. Because I think maybe it's going to be stripes. I don't know. Like I, I'm okay with it. I would just like us to carve out some sort of because our crest does it so well. It's such a distinctive kind of thing. And we we I think, do have the best crest in MLS. And we I do. Mean,
1: even at that though, like people are getting tired of the crest. Like Oh, those people can go and jump into one of the many lakes in the state of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would tend now. to agree, except for the fact that. Public perception is the main thing about branding.
0: Well, yeah, we we'll see what happens. I, again, I think these kits in particular are going to look really great when we actually see them on a player. Um, so I'm I'm actually pretty excited to see what they have. I'm going to buy the authentic version because I really like that red button. The red button's
2: really nice, and hopefully, that series will just completely upgrade that horrible away kit we have right now. Although it's not good.
1: Uh, speaking of looks better on players and horrible away kits um i really hope for this kit's sake that it looks decent on people like me unlike the um (laughs) medium puma shirt that minneapolis city put out for their (laughs) extra large away kits medium i like that (laughs) yeah um, yeah i i was painted into that and even then i couldn't breathe
0: I, I, I was really surprised, though, when Chris Wright put out this tweet. MLS darlings Atlanta United just stated that they have, quote, a button on their jersey at all times. Will someone from their depleted and beaten in their own stadium pl- team please inform them that we too have a jersey button, but it is much bigger and more powerful than theirs, and our button works. It was very out of character for Chris Wright to, put, to tweet that. He, he seems so level-headed. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was, it's very it's, weird. Yeah.
1: It's um yeah, I'm I'm also surprised that his accent completely changed with that
0: tweet. <laughs> <Yeah. page. laughs> also, I mean, I uh, don't think Atlanta United has a button on their kid, but uh, all right, Chris, whatever you say, man. Um we also uh, Announced. I think it leaked first, and then it was confirmed shortly thereafter that our games are going to be on Fox Sports North, the same provider that has uh, Vikings games. Is it? No, it's uh, Go- twins. Twins. twins, Wild, Wild. Yeah. Timberwolves, sometimes Gophers. Which there were some questions about there being Twins <clears throat> games that conflict with ours. So where are we going to be when that happens? Um, okay.
1: they have a secondary channel. Okay. Yeah. So, so the okay. Twins are going
0: to be on the secondary channel.
1: Sure. You just, yeah. just say, yeah. Sure. Not sure. So the good <laughs> thing Maybe
0: is. for those games go to a watch party. There were there were complaints last year. I, I think OTA on over the Air is kinda I, I like it, but it it practically didn't reach the whole state. So this reaches yeah. the whole state. You need cable. It's on YouTube TV, by the way, if you need a subscription service. I it's will Sling be getting MLS too. live if they have it. So yeah, it's on Sling. Yeah. So there's some there's some service providers that you can get this with. Jeff Ruder had some news. Yeah. Uh, he's reported that St. Louis will become uh
2: The USL affiliate for Minnesota this season. Um, Yay! Not not a long-term fix, as Minnesota is expected to have their own USL side soon. Um, Just probably didn't be a lone destination for this season. Yeah. It seemed like last year, Pittsburgh was the unofficial affiliate of Minnesota.
1: Um, St. Louis makes a lot of sense, given that Anthony Poulos is the head coach there. Um, He was a player coach for Adrian Heath's USL Orlando City, and then also coached their B side from I think 2014 to 2016, something like that.
0: Who did you say was their coach?
1: Uh Anthony Pulis. Ah, okay.
0: He's he of the former West Brom was it manager and uh, and Crystal Palace,
2: Stoke S- City. And just a yeah, long resume of very a lot of mediocrity. Saint Louis Except FC, basically, is uh, the
1: wrong guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. We point that yeah. out. Yeah, That's the same guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um it, Do you think, you think that people- guy's um? No, I'm not going to make that joke. Sorry. do you,
0: you, you think anybody anybody like calls him Tony Pulis and yeah eh, eh, and he just that that's his like he's really tired of hearing that joke and like he he's probably the... Then, the- opposite of tony
2: pulis he hates track jackets and ball caps he never wears them with was like a suit and tie on the, on the sideline
0: yeah he wears a suit and, like, and tie when plays when his,
2: attacking soccer uh,
0: yeah uh, uh, he, he wears a suit and tie when his team gets to the final and football manager but uh anyway you said something to me earlier before we started recording saying france is in the, in minnesota or in florida and i was like france is in florida no france is in france No, oh, france pained up is france finally with the france, team. france. You need to have a Scanny accent for that man. Is that Sco- that's a Wisconsin accent, right? Like Nyeh. I mean, I'm from Wisconsin, Stamps. I don't talk like that. So. You should. Ba- I, bagel. I shouldn't. Bubbler. Yeah. Although Please Taylor not.
2: does Taylor does say bagel and I mean one of her this <laughs> <just like>, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: My my Uh-oh. favorite Wisconsin thing is Madison. Madison. my friend Bill says medicine. Uh It's, it's, it's pretty good, man. I like that. But uh, anyway, There's, Mr. Pangup is in Florida. Yep. I saw him wearing a sweatshirt looking cold. And I was like, oh, oh buddy. You're, <laughs> it's not going to be good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Benedetti watch, which I think is probably a Rolex at his level of... You we know, should ask Nichols Jerry if yeah. he has that one. Okay, so much like watches he does, he yeah. does. So Benede-
2: Nicholas Benedetti of uh, Colombian team Deportivo Cali. He's Argentinian though. are yeah, yeah. But wait, is but Col- it's a Colombian team. Colombian team Deportivo Cali. Okay. Benedetti himself is Argentinian. He's number ten. Um, played what? all ninety minutes in the first game of the season. Nil nil. He had such chances created, which is more than Molino had all season, probably. So what? What's 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 up with the transfer? Like. Um, What's going on? Manny's been there since last Thursday. He's negotiating. Uh, apparently, the initially they had denied our bid of I think it was five million when they had a price set at eight. Then like, oh, it's done. silver. over. And then two days later, Manny Marcos is in Colombia
1: negotiating. So it, if it does happen, he won't be here until July. Um, uh-huh. Even though a it, team source then said to Andy Greeter that. That's also up in the air because you can bring players in up until I think May is the end of the first transfer. Yeah, let's window. not forget that
2: Jerry came in
0: after the first game of the
2: season last year.
0: <laughs> you, you think you think Manny's just standing outside Benedetti's window with a stereo above his head, uh playing something, and then then nothing happens. Is this a certain uh say anything? High fidelity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but but then, two in a row though. So did guys yeah, but, but then nothing happens, and then Manny goes to a park to like, you know, just kind like, of clear his head, and he hears a dog, and then Benedetti shouts, "Brinkley!" And then they go around the corner, and it's and and Manny was like, "I was so wishing it was you. I really wanted it to be you." And then they kiss, and it gets awkward because <laughs> he's not your boss and it's weird yeah it's yeah, a power that, dynamic it's part power dynamic you shouldn't do that
1: don't the go workplace. there man yeah. that's
2: a bad move that, that's your next move in the negotiations don't do it
0: but I, I'm excited for Benedetti he's, he sounds really cool yeah 20 yes. years
2: old number 10
1: pure playmaker
0: please please, please. This, is, this is me
1: like putting my hands together okay let's now move getting in- yourselves inside you're a minnesotan sports fan <laughs> <laughs> hope doesn't exist <adjust> here <laughs> let's move into a
0: segment now that we call the major listing service in which we talk about major league soccer and the cap that just uh, caleb threw on the floor Dropped. um yes sorry but but mostly major league so- soccer though so well, let's talk about that. Are we done talking about the tap?
1: I think so. So let's move on. All right. Yeah. No, okay. no. We'll be talking about it in like five notes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, some notable signings from this week. Chicago acquired Serbian international Alexander Katai on loan from
1: Deportivo Alaves, a player that Colin described as yeah, Some guy. He played for Red Star Belgrade, which I took her makes it. me think of a Billy Bragg song, and it makes me happy. Okay. I took
2: her to tie class back in first grade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was yellow belt to tie, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Toronto FC have signed Dutch international Gregory van der Veel. Uh, This is the guy who th- said that uh, North America would be really good for his brand, I think. And he's trying, <laughs> he's like, legit an entrepreneur. He's like trying to launch a brand. So, also has like amazing neck tattoos.
1: Uh, like, yeah all the front of his face like it's going kind, of, kind of pretty he cool.
2: He's played for PSG
1: if I'm not mistaken. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Also is considerably better than Stephen Betashore who I was <laughs> thinking to myself, man, Toronto's really going to be hurting without Stephen Betashore. No, they're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized, oh yeah, it's Toronto. They do <clears throat> shit like this. Yeah, uh SKC assigned Felipe Gutierrez, uh veteran of Chile's World Cup And Copa America sides. um, Decent Playmaker should be... Right at home with a, a team that can't score worth a damn.
0: <laughs> Columbus Crew have signed free agent Ricardo Clark, which I'd forgotten that Ricardo Clark was still playing, but he is. And he's now going to be in Columbus. DC have reportedly got a deal to get Yamil Asad's rights from Atlanta.
1: Yeah, um, apparently it's going to be 500 k in allocation money. What a shock. None of us knew to, that. Just to... <laughs> Sign somebody and, and
2: then the I think the asking price Is still going to be 1.9 mil Um Apparently it's only Going to be
1: 1 mil
0: Oh man That's, that's a tenth Of a Benedetti That's, that's a Kit so. to the nuts If I've ever heard one <laughs> Toronto FC and DC have traded uh, One type of allocation for another They basically, DC got uh, TAM and Toronto got GAM I have it on good authority though That TAM had just enrolled their kids
1: Into school and bought a house in Toronto So it's kind of a cruel move Like, I mean, <clears throat> not only that TAM specifically was in Toronto for the schools like yeah (laughs) I think this transfer comes down to the agent I think this was an agent pulling a move that
0: wasn't uh, in the best interest and then Don Garber was involved and he pulled some strings and it was it was very strange like I don't know what you guys are talking about but this exchange rate is
2: out of control I mean how how many how how much time can I get for one bitcoin
0: Um, now nothing because Bitcoin freaking crashed yesterday. It was hilarious. No. Oh wait, Bitcoin crashed too. Yeah. Oh man. It was very funny. It was. I was actually looking at um, at Bitcoin this morning. It was like eight thousand. Then like ten seconds later, I refreshed. It was like six thousand. <laughs> it was. It was quite amusing. But um, there are a bunch of players that had little bits and pieces of news. Like Nico Lodero has a green card. Brad Evans. Has been training with
1: SKC, but it's Hasn't not a trial. Signed, not a yeah. trialist. It seems like it's just him getting some reps. Does he get um, to keep
0: his the, the shirts that he trains in? If it's he like this, probably so. he was just reusing
1: old ones. That'd be I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. 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 Um, gross. SKC did open their gorgeous new training facility with US soccer as well. Okay, it it's pretty full. Yeah. and it makes me. Sad and jealous. Well,
0: we'll we we, we we'll have one bigger and better, like our button. Giassi um, Zardes scored a goal in Columbus's first preseason win, and I think you, Caleb, had a great idea for a drinking game.
2: Yeah, well, not great, depending on how you're... Great for alcoholics. Yeah, if you're an alcoholic, you can't really... Or your friend you, you have is an alcoholic, and they can't really face their addiction this is a great drinking game for them. They can drink every time that Giasi's artist stores. And he stored three times in the past year, calendar year. Okay. So I think alcoholic. If you would... say to that strict code, only drinking when Giassy's artist stores, you don't you can probably do it.
0: Yeah. Well, you probably don't want an alcoholic having a drink at all. So three is too yeah. much. But I mean then but that was last year. This year is probably gonna be big eggs. so
2: Yeah, hopefully
0: well, I don't know. Hopefully is. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I hope Jossie's artist, artist doesn't sucks, score anything. I, I don't care. Like, yeah, especially. he seems like a nice guy. Just stopped in call ups, and I'll probably cheer for you, again. I don't know.
1: Uh,
0: there are a whole bunch of new kits uh, apart from ours, and I think the only the only comment I had was that Toronto and Atlanta's away kits, which are white jerseys with that aforementioned piping in their colors. I think they're trash. There, there is some gray, like. um pattern on them but i think all of these white away kits are such garbage they they look so boring and so lame it's like this designer
1: was i mean come on also has the guy that designed the atlanta united away kit ever seen an actual peach it looks orange it's orange yeah that's not the color of peach seriously it's weird like it's like, it's like the easiest thing to not screw up. He was probably Don't in high pick school. pick orange. He was it's a, the wrong fruit. See, they but, taste nothing like each other. Peaches but that's, are better. That's what
0: I'm saying. He was in the cafeteria one day and he was like, you know, guys, I've never eaten a peach before or an orange. And then the his buddy was like, here, this is a peach. And he gave him an orange and he just stuck. And now everyone's too embarrassed to like tell him. You know, everyone's like, "No, yeah, that—that's totally a peach, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's know, eating the rind. They're <laughs> yeah. not fuzzy at all. You guys are weird. And people like, say peaches have hair on
2: them, this one doesn't at all.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it's very strange. Anyway, so so just nobody, nobody tell the guy, okay, who designed this kid. Um, Jermaine Jones is a bunch of tin stuff. We don't really need to talk about. He made some claims, and uh, I don't really want to talk about it, even though it's hilarious. Yeah, go go like, Google this, and it'll, you can laugh at it for hours and hours. Uh, let's now move into a segment that we call The Pyramid Scheme, where we make like Egyptians and cover news from the rest of the U.S. soccer pyramid. First of all, hopefully the final time I have to say this, we have to go into our sub-segment that we call NASL Mageddon 2018. Seriously, can we just have NASL Mageddon? Like, actually an Armageddon for NASL? Let's end it. (laughs) Um, anytime I seem to hear about them now, it's because of some lawsuit or something terrible has happened. Someone left their front office. Like, uh, a meteor has hit a
1: planet somewhere, and NASL was the first to notice it. I don't know. Like, I mean, Golarseb noted this on Twitter, that there are currently more active lawsuits than active NASL teams. Seriously. So they
0: filed <laughs> another one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is
2: ridiculous. It, uh, there's... There's probably a correlation where if you have more lawsuits than active teams in your lead, you you should no longer be
1: allowed to call yourself a lead. You're now a, a law office. Uh, here's the worst part, though. There's four different law firms that are <laughs> oh, litigating geez. each one of the NASL lawsuits.
0: Well, less said about NASL the better. So uh, let's move on. Speaking of teams, to USL, which has announced another
1: D three team, FC Tucson. Very exciting.
2: Yep, we're all very excited here at the United Fans.
1: (laughs)
0: Tucson,
1: Uh, the most exciting city ever. The most exciting story I have about Tucson is going down there to see a Jeff Mangum show and being the one guy in the audience that didn't love Neutral Milk Hotel. So I was just standing there being like, why is this cult meeting happening and why do they think this guy is actually Jesus? I think this is what I'm going to say when we have our um, our live
0: show and Jerry goes on stage. If we get Jerry for the live show, that is. I hope we do. Probably not, though. He's he's too big time for us now. He, he he came on our podcast while he was new to the podcast scene. Now he's literally Jesus. So
2: He's bigger than Jesus. Or is he bigger than the Beatles? Which one?
0: Both. Oh, wow. Both. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. big. He kind of looks like Jesus, too. He's got that beard thing going. Just give him a little like a white robe
1: and you know, we're there. Just always have, like, a small spotlight on his back. <laughs> on the back of his am. head. Yeah. You know, forget gaping. That's what I'll do from now on during the game. i just have a spotlight running on Jerry. Like, I'll stare at him for 90 minutes. That's fine. <laughs> you do realize that no one else is allowed on the field of play during a game, correct? I mean, I'm not going to say, like, run
0: after him with a spotlight. I was going to be up in the, like, rafters, like, you know. Wasn't there some movie where, where this guy, like, obsesses about a crush because he's, like, using a spotlight on her, like, through the whole show and then there's murders and stuff? I don't know. I feel like this is a some
1: 80s horror movie that has a plot like that. If you know the 80s horror movie that has that plot line, please tweet at Notch and Notch only. So this week we had a,
0: a eagerly anticipated transfer. Anticipated because it was so easy to anticipate. Sydney LaRue has headed to Orlando. Hooray! Good for her. And, uh... I feel like every t- ever since she jumped onto Twitter to defend Dom uh, that one time, she has, in my mind, become the Atlanta United of soccer players.
1: <gasps> I mean, it makes Not. sense that she went to the closest club to Atlanta in NWSL. Right. And And... She's also
0: the the Neymar of uh, North American soccer players to me. Like Neymar cannot do anything right. I will criticize Neymar for everything. Neymar could give like a million kids flowers,
1: and I'd be like, man, not true. They have allergies. Like, did, did he did he even bother to ask? Counterpoint: Neymar can actually score goals. True.
2: Ooh.
1: That's that's kind of mic drop. If 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 these mics
0: didn't cost money and uh, I didn't have mon- I didn't have to give my money to a fundraiser. I would let you drop that mic and break it. Uh, anyway, good luck to Sydney. I hope she does really well with Orlando and uh, not so much Don Brazo. Prediction: She'll store more than Don this year.
1: I think that will happen. Actually, that will. Definitely but he happen. will dive more. Well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) which is funny because Orlando is literally the only city that's fucking landlocked in Florida, and yet the diver goes there. Hmm. Like, was was he just really trying for Miami later on? Yeah. Wait, which which... should should he actually go on loan to the Rowdies? Which uh, which bitch is
0: receiving blessings on a regular basis again? That's a thing. Wait. Latif Blessing, where'd he go? Oh. Oh See, receiving blessings. Because he's I, gonna be diving and falling down uh, a lot. Yeah. So you remember? Him. Yeah, that's LA. Uh, so this kind of, you know, yeah. this is just a little too highbrow humor for this podcast. I should save that for my other podcast. You know the podcast? Yeah, we did you know this? It's called uh Soccer's Really Cool and you're probably too dumb to understand it. Um so <laughs> by me and like another guy who and we all talk in very high pitched voices, very go like, you know, soccer is really cool. Like I, I don't know what I'm trying to do here. I, I should really stop. And just you should have and- said it was called be taught football. Ah, yes. On the opposite podcast of what we do. But were you guys ever that insufferable git who was like, soccer is the intellectual sport? Because I was definitely like that for a little while. No. You are too lowbrow to understand the world's game, the beautiful game, the magic of Pelé. I honestly
1: got into soccer because as a kid that grew up in Eden Prairie at the, like, Stereotypical football school, mm-hmm. I felt like soccer was countercultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, feel like, I, a lot I of hate like to that. admit it, but that that's I that was my soccer. origin story.
2: I, I got into soccer because of this girl that I liked. I uh, was into it. Now we're married.
0: Aww. Aww. That's pretty you nice, guys are man. are gross. <laughs> that is pretty Thank nice, man. man. I mean, I, I feel like the, the whole superiority complex, though, was kind of a. a a um, reaction to the to the to the negativity, but it was so insufferable. And now I still find occasionally some people who express stuff like that. I'm just like, ah, come on, move on, go. But you guys, though, way better story. I oh think. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, with on that very happy note of Taylor and Kayla being very happy, we will and go very into disgusting. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we'll go into a quick break and return with more. We call it soccer. Breaking news, we've actually found out the law firm that uh, NASL has used the fourth one that they've used for this new lawsuit.
2: Yeah, uh, just breaking news here. It's called uh, Rocco, 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 and Rocco. I believe. that at law. I, m- maybe connection to Rocco Camuso,
0: owner of the Cosmos. Maybe I, I, I feel like they have that local commercial. Like, hey, Rocco here. Ah, you you've been hurt. Ah, 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 ah. And then it's just a montage of them like <laughs> training, and it's kind of weird seeing all these lawyers in like pinstripe suits like running up and down the steps, and you know. Just a
1: montage of them
2: going.
1: At this point, though, it does make. Perfect sense that NASL is a bunch of fucking ambulance chasers. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, you know, referring uh, referring back to old NASL jokes that we used to make. That today Minnesota United tweeted Cronin the Barbarian, and I was like, "No, Juanan. No, it's it's Wanan. always gonna be Juanan. You can't you can't co op that one, Cronin. I know your name sounds more like Conan than Juanan, but still, you know, th- there are some things that are sacred in this world, sir." There are some things that are sacred. And you, sir, social media coordinator of Minnesota United, are no longer my roommate. So, yeah.
1: Take that. That's not You've a heard us make that anything. joke way too many times. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Anyway,
0: uh, let's now move on to a segment that we call The Sewer. Because in The Sewer, you find Ninja Turtles. Typically, I don't know all the sewers. I've gone to have them. And in our sewer segment, we talk about the Ninja Turtles and tease our national teams three pieces of news regarding NT players or at least those who are on the fringes of it pretty much. Mixed this is training with IFK Göteborg, which is his former team because he is part of a transfer that's part of whose land is it anyway? There are no points and the rules don't matter. So, And none of this is his career at this point. So let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruby, speaking of people whose careers don't matter, Ruby are being
2: signed with Tijuana.
0: <laughs> You're so sore about him getting that started. Sub. Sub, that's but right. still. That's an appearance
2: less appearances than Ramirez had goals yeah. he had seven appearances the last two seasons
0: hashtag pedigree uh, <laughs> <laughs> also his name's an alliteration so i you know it's it's kind of his, his yeah, parents that, scored a goal that makes you a good Marvel character not a good soccer player what would his superhero be a Ruby or Ruby and like would he be like Mr. Ruby his like he throws jewels at people like <laughs> he, he throws jewels at Robert jewels at Robert's so like oh thanks and then just run away <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I just started wondering where like the rubies would show up on his body, and I just. <laughs> anyway.
1: Speaking of terrible, terrible things to happen, Eric um, Johansson got a goal for Verde uh, Bremen and then promptly got injured again. That you know, was so
2: tragic, dude. Like, and came off at halftime. I mean, he
0: started, such did. I was so excited for him. I was like, oh my God, the guy got an assist. The next game, oh my God, he got a goal. And then I, I turned off Twitter because I was, you know, doing work. And I told you this, Caleb, mm-hmm. before we started recording. You were like, yeah, he got injured. My day was ruined. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so we wish Aaron Johansson the best him and his whole Icelandic face and thing. He's a very handsome man. Yeah, yeah, he'll he do is, fine. Yeah, yeah, he should. He should really like think about. He should
2: think about getting his coaching licenses pretty quickly. Here, he's only like, he's only like what twenty seven. No,
0: no, no. I was going to say modeling, dude. I was if I want to say career in soccer, but I I don't know. I feel like Gregory Vanderweel is all like hashtag brand. I feel like I would buy Arjo stuff. You know, he could have he could have a line of canvas bags, messenger bags. So next time we record, there's going to be a picture of Aaron Johansson's face behind you with blue
1: steel. I think so. I, think I would do that. I would not win that, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You're I right. would much rather see him try Magnum, but okay, whatever. It's the same look. <laughs> no, it's same not. Crazy pills? <laughs> <laughs> One of them stops bullets. Uh, it the, was a throwing
0: star. The complete shit show that is the USSF presidential race will finally come to an end this, this week. Um. <laughs> The shadowy cabal, that is the United States Soccer Federation, will retreat into their cave that's inside a volcano. And as it erupts, like, there'll smoke will come out of the volcano, which indicates that a new pope has been selected. But, you know. Let's now move into a segment that we call the pub, where we take a flight to England and talk about English soccer at our favorite local watering hole. And um, the first game that we got to talk about is Liverpool versus Tottenham. And that might be why the name of our pub is... Uh, the Raging Red I think that's yeah. Caleb I think that's Caleb I think Caleb is the proprietor of this pub. He never told us that he
1: owns one But he does Dude You've been making me pay for drinks at other bars All this time Don't want to talk about Colin Don't want to talk about it
2: John Moss is a travesty He's the insult to the game the, the referee for this game It was John Moss Yes He's a, His assistant ref is a piece of garbage uh, Google on I called him worse on Twitter It's fine um. First of all Good things about this game Salah had a great Had two goals Second goal was Absolutely fantastic uh uh equal, First equal, equalizer Was an absolute Howard server Howitzer Of a goal um, Both those two goals Should be up for goal this season In the mm-hmm. APL for sure Um. <laughs> now to the bad The refs gave two penalties To Tottenham Two of them One of them Harry Kane was about Was clearly offsides Um but they invoked the rule that since the defender sort of, quote-unquote, played the ball, that meant Her- the, the fact that Harry Kane wasn't offside, was offside an offside position didn't matter. But in a conversation with his assistant referee, he was overheard, John Moss was overheard saying, I didn't see Lover and touch it, I'm going to give the penalty. Which is contra- a contradictory statement. If you didn't see Lover and touch it, that means t- Kane is offsides. That penalty should not have been given. And this was
0: the same rule that Got Minnesota United out in the semifinal of the yeah. NASL. It's a
2: dumb rule in the first place. It's defender, a stupid
0: rule. Defender playing a attacker on side with a deliberate a, ball, touch on the ball.
2: Yeah. Um. Luckily for Liverpool, Carius saved that penalty, which was he had a, a a good game by Liverpool goalie standards. You know, <laughs> we let him two goals, and he sort of saved the penalty. Um, the second penalty came in the 94th minute, three minutes after. Most scored a go goal goal. Um, in my eyes, uh, Lamella flopped harder than any DC movie in history. one Roman,
1: I, uh, Lamella was flopping into the challenge. Like he flopped, it, he he, it, 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 he but, was going down in order to strike. But I the think Liverpool I think Colin defender.
0: Solberg would make the argument that the guy's
1: leg did touch. Van Dyke's yeah. leg did touch Lamella, and it, yeah. he did kick yeah. him. Yeah, it, it touched it, him. it touched it because Lamella went from going one direction into literally contorting his entire body into the contact. Like, no, no. Yeah. He, he flopped in order to draw a penalty. And
2: John Moss, the head referee, waved it off, play continued for three or five seconds, System ref called, waved the flag, called the penalty. They talked. Penalty was given. System ref fist bumps, fist bumps.
0: I didn't see the fist bump. You um, didn't see it?
2: It's there. Yeah, guys, um, guys. I've, I've watched
0: the
1: video. I think it was just a hand movement that can be misconstrued, but yeah i'm i'm fairly certain that you don't know what english hand movements were um it it was actually what we think of as the okay sign but in england it means something completely different okay all right well
0: we deserve 3
2: points it's I've, Bullshit, but I, I had fun with Zeller and Robert at uh, Fitzgerald's. So
0: I feel particularly sorry for you guys because Salah got that goal and stopped it. It was his such time. a great goal, so, too. Uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of like yanking away something that you you feel like you've got. I feel like
2: Salah was surprised he was in that bit of a position because he just dribbled around the fenders and they just watched him. That like, you're not going to stop me, they're not stopping me, they're not stopping me. Then he scored,
0: yeah. Yeah, it, it was a beautiful, beautiful goal. Let's talk about a game that I think we all can celebrate. Watford beating Chelsea 4-1. to Incredible <laughs> goal coming right after Chelsea got beat by Bournemouth. Somehow, Antonio Conte, still as of this recording, has his job. Although they're playing West Brom next, which is when uh, the game that André Villas-Boas and uh, Robert Di-, Di Matteo have been fired after, playing West Brom. So... We shall I see don't think
2: Antonio Conte cares that much if he's fired I don't He's
0: I, out of here in the season anyway I think it's that episode of 30 Rock where Jack is tanking the network I think Antonio is tanking Chelsea So yeah. Please let that be true Please let that be true Well, and how do you feel about Drew though? Dude, like science for Chelsea? First of all, right after Swansea has beaten Arsenal Then he sees Bournemouth beating Chelsea And now he sees Watford beating Chelsea So he's lost three games and now the coach who signed it might be gone
1: soon. So You know, honestly, with the way that Giroud conducted himself as an Arsenal player, I'm fairly certain that he's more than happy that Chelsea is tanking at this point. Like, <laughs> Giroud is a gunner for life, which means that we have a spy in West yeah, London. Yeah, are you saying that he's an inside man?
2: Great. He's, he's working an inside job. He's trying to take him down from the inside. <laughs> I think he
0: needs to shave his beard Because Never I, I, I saw some No Olivia Giroud Never shave his Jackson. beard No <laughs> Handsome man
1: oh, He's yeah. a handsome was, man regardless Yeah think, Keeps the beard right.
0: He's
2: rugged and Beautiful okay, Alright 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 Who Aaron the right. Aaron Johansson On your,
0: on your wall Alright uh, uh, Aaron Johansson can't grow that beard <laughs> Probably not. City tied Burnley 1-1, which is also freaking <laughs> funny. And Raheem, Raheem Sterling... Sterling missed
2: a sitter. <laughs>
0: you suck, Snake. So why, why don't you describe this, uh, this goal for our listeners who haven't watched this game?
2: I didn't watch the game, actually. Not, not the
0: goal, actually. The, goal, the miss. The should... miss?
2: Yeah. I mean, he was... He, he almost had an open net. And just... I don't know how he missed it. I could have... Yeah, I could have made that. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I played I played soccer through second grade. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I could have made that. Okay, just go watch it. You'll laugh for hours
0: on it. The Mystery Man City fan, then you'll cry. I I mean, it's they're still leading league. I don't think you will cry. So <laughs> just just to set it up for you, Sterling gets a, a cross from the edge of the box. Um, Walker sends it to him. And he is probably three feet from the goal, and it's basically a tap And The goalkeeper's out of position, and he sends it wide. I think the ball like skids off his foot and goes wide. I think I could have made that. I might not have been able to
2: control Walker's cross. <laughs> But I still think it might have fluked it into the
0: net. Your bad first touch would have been into, <laughs> into the, the net. net. <laughs> yeah. So United beat feel 2 0. So Manchester United are now the only team to keep a clean sheet this week.
1: And although, then, although with that, um, Scott McTominay's. Oh, yeah. B- no, no, no. no McTominay. Uh, anyway. m- m- yeah. McTominay. Yeah. McTominay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Banana phone. Okay. Ring, <laughs> ring, <laughs> ring, 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 ring. ring Nine, 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 nine. That's what. Um, it, it, there is absolutely no way that Scott McTominay should have been allowed to continue in that game, given the horrific head injury that he suffered that also should have, most certainly been a penalty yeah he, um he had had
2: twice in that play on the contact with the other player and then on the turf when he fell or on the, on the grass when he fell yeah i mean like, it, it's it's there's no excuse for him staying on it's also no excuse for that not being a penalty but still horrible
0: horrible head injury for him yeah. Never, never fun to see something like that happen. Uh something that was fun to see happen was that Arsenal put five goals past Everton, who only managed one poor well <laughs> uh
1: not well back, uh Walcott. At least Everton lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um so in the past week, Arsenal confirmed Pierre emerick Aubameyang, they confirmed a three and a half year extension for Mesodozel, where he's actually getting paid the wages that he deserves. And everybody realized that with three creative attacking midfielders. And a striker that can put everything away, even if he's offside. I'll admit it, Yang was offside. Yeah, I don't, I don't care because you I don't <laughs> fucking care, no, Caleb. No,
2: I, I don't I, care. No, I agree. You Shouldn't care because even if they call it offside, you still would've won.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the call doesn't matter, but he did. Yeah, is um, goal. Ball is back. Like the the sort of attacking play where you take maybe two touches and then pass it inch perfect 20 yards away is back I am so game. excited for that one <laughs> I game. don't care let him have
2: this let him <laughs> don't run on this parade do have yeah. else also if you're famous and listen to this podcast first of all thanks cool tweet us out to your millions of followers but also be very
1: very careful Aaron MC scored three goals that means three people will die or one like really famous person no, will die no 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 here's the thing Aaron Ramsey scoring three goals. It's either three famous people die or one terrible, catastrophic thing happens. But the election was last, was 2016. The Dow Jones went down 5% the following trading day. I don't know. I think it's
0: Bitcoin, guys. I think Ramsey is tied to Bitcoin. But uh, anyway, let's now move into a segment that we call—they don't call it soccer—in brackets. Some do, though. First up, Bundesliga news: Kong lost to Dortmund three-two. The big news from this game: the fact that Christian Pulisic first helped concede a goal and then uh, got an assist. Yeah, and uh, Bajue scores eh, two for that? F- new club. Yeah, whatever. But I'll just stop talking. That's fine. <laughs> Batshuayi is the first <laughs> player to score two goals on his debut in the Bundesliga since... Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. So, oh, yes. Congratulations, Dortmund. Uh, in Serie A, a lot of interesting results. Caleb, you were very excited to tell us about Serie A earlier today. Yeah, I, this is... I mean, in Europe, this is a really the only
2: tr- close race for first. And as a really close uh, Champions League... Qualification race as well. Um, in the race for the top, Juve beat Sassuolo um, 7 to nothing. Hidwain scored a touchdown from a pass from Wojcic uh, um from the 30-yard line. Oh, wait. Oh, he started a hat trick. It's Ron sport. This is soccer. <laughs> um, but obviously enough for them to win. Sassuolo absolutely thrashed in that game. Um, and then to stay in front of Juventus was... Napoli, who beat Benevento two 0 Dries Mertens with a Dolly you watch.
0: Dries Mertens is the way I like. Dries Mertens, yeah. cool.
2: Dries. Um, Genoa beats Lazio two to one. <laughs> Suck it, take that fascists. All um, Ro- fascists are bound to lose. <laughs> I hate I hate Italian Nazis. Anyway, um, that was a plan. I know it's fine. I know. I know. Um, I got you. It was all right. Uh, Roma. Um, won the first game in, I think, three or four matches, um, beat Verona 1-0. They were down 10 men in that game. And then rounding out the Champions League, race, Inter, tied, Crotone
1: 1-1. There was also a fantastic goal from Suso in uh, Milan's draw 1-1 against Udinese. In La Liga, the, the the tough times for Real Madrid continue
0: as they tied Levante 2-2. Unfortunately, Barca unable to capitalize, tying Espanyol 1-1. I
2: mean, Barcelona doesn't really need to capitalize because I think they got
0: Valida wrapped up at this point. Yeah, I, I've said it before. Please, Real Madrid,
1: miss the Champions League. I, I, if I, all, no, if only no, Valencia don't miss the Champions League. Miss the Champions you'll League, and be get... placed
2: in Arsenal's group. That'd be great. God,
1: no. Anything <laughs> but that.
0: Um, uh, well, I think Aubameyang could take Ronaldo at this point, given how busy Ronaldo is being. But uh, yeah.
1: I mean, and, I I would be angry too if my beautiful face was damaged by a. <laughs> I uh
0: I in in my FIFA season, Aubameyang instead of going to Arsenal goes to Real Madrid. So and he is actually in a la- in a front three that does not include Ronaldo. Ronaldo comes off the bench for them. I think it's like four seasons in. That's but whatever. Weird. That's yeah. weird. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: The, the the team that's kind of competing with them for this last Champions League place is Valencia, who are on a streak of six games lost now,
0: which includes this Get last together, week's Valencia.
2: game against Atletico Madrid, where they lost one nothing.
0: We also unfortunately saw something that that's not so great at all, which is another player racially abused on the world stage, uh, Sergio Garcia of Espanol calling Um umtidi a name that I will not repeat, um, and then later going to Twitter to say, and I'm this is literally what he said. My wife is gypsy or gypsy ethnicity, so I'm not racist, and also my brother in law is African American, so I'm totally not racist, guys. Uh, that is,
2: it's not a defense. You still no. said it.
1: No. Yeah. You still said it.
0: And, and, honestly, and you meant
1: it in a hurtful way. Yeah. You are racist. And and honestly the dude said my wife is of gypsy descent that's also a slur that is decidedly <laughs> a slur yeah like I mean dude. He, he did this in an
0: Instagram post that was gone within a very short amount of time so um, why Garcia just clean yourself up man what the hell dude anyway uh, with that let's move into a segment that we call the Reynolds wrap up where Colin takes a soccer conspiracy theory you know you've been thinking
1: about and makes sense of it for you so, uh, we, we talked briefly about the NASL lawsuit and how ridiculous it is. We didn't really talk about the specific content of it. Um, NASL alleged that the board members of the Pro Council, as well as the um, overall um, board of the organization, uh, were not acting in the fiduciary interest of soccer in the United States, which is something within their bylaws that they are required to do. Um, The lawsuit was basically posed as this giant conspiracy to stop NASL from existing in order to uh, profit for um, MLS and soccer United marketing. Here's the problem with that lawsuit. The lawsuit in focusing on the fiduciary responsibility claim, um, completely ignores the concept that as a fiduciary, you're supposed to look out for the financial interests of American soccer. Um, In what mind are you thinking to yourself, the financial interest of American soccer includes propping up the same league that allowed the Fort Lauderdale Strikers to go out of business without paying their team, Uh, Rio OKC to get to the point where their owner decided that he needed to take possession of two-thirds of their field, like the (laughs) actual field, to make sure that he would recoup any of his investment, Um, never mind the San Francisco Deltas who folded after one year despite winning the fucking title. Um, it, It really struck me that NASL, in developing this lawsuit and document of the vast conspiracy against them actually bolstered the claims of those who are opposing them. Mm. Which reminded me a little bit of something else that happened this week. um, That Devin Nunes memo (laughs) where... Instead of focusing on this vast conspiracy against Donald Trump by the FBI, they tacitly admitted that the investigation had already been happening, thereby completely invalidating his claims. So, wait a minute. NASL do something suggesting a conspiracy, actually showing how fucked of an organization they are. And there's a long history of NASL being funded by very, very sketchy individuals. Rocco, his own law firm and all of that is its own thing. The money that Ricardo Silva has made from sports rights is kind of questionable traffic sports. Oh dear God. Um, they're also literally financing the guy trying to turn the election for the USSF presidency away from an establishment woman into complete and utter chaos by endorsing and paying for Eric Wynalda, And all of this is being precipitated by the fact that the U.S. men's national team failed to make a World Cup in Russia Mm. throwing this out there guys it all made sense to me now that you explained it like I didn't even have to mention the fact that NASL Twitter are basically a bunch of egg avatars and people that throw out racist vitriol like I'm sorry but NASL is just a plant of Russia trying to continually fuck up American culture. Makes complete
2: sense. You got me convinced. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so who, who's the special prosecutor uh, in all this uh, that we're going to appoint? Um, probably Winograd. I think he's the <laughs> attorney in this. I actually, know this really good law. A uh, law
2: office called Rato, 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 and Rato.
0: No, I want to check them out. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no,
1: follow their money. <laughs> speaking
0: of things that you should check out and follow, you should follow these my, my two co hosts on this podcast on Twitter, and they're going to tell you where yep. you can find them. I'm at K
2: Olson716. Uh, I also write for 551. Um, check out Tartanic, the band that created our theme song, Lustless. Um, they have an EP called adequate inanimate out. There should be one coming out later this year. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter and Bandcamp.
1: camp. Uh, you can find me at the attachment. Although I am very concerned for my life now, uh, given that the KGB is probably listening to this. podcast.
0: This is Colin's last show. So let's give him a round of applause. You guys, <laughs> uh, speaking of last shows, we're going to be taking next week off. Cause we're going to be at a hockey game. So I apologize for that before, uh, before that happens, but we've got a precious few opportunities to take a week off before we jump into the new MLS season. So we're gonna do that next week. You can find me at TW United Fans again. Please don't forget to look up the fundraiser I'm gonna be doing for Idaho Juniors FC to bring them to the Schwans USA Cup. I would really appreciate it if you could donate and share news of that. With that, it's time for us to bid you goodbye on this podcast that you find on fine podcast providers everywhere. We will
1: see you week after next goodbye everybody although we should note this to minnesota united is going to get announced next week because we won't be able to talk about it yeah that's not gonna happen